Hello and welcome to the Mixera Rap Podcast. I'm your host, DJ B. Wise. This is a podcast where we talk about hip-hop from boom bap to trap. We're a group of hip-hop enthusiasts from multiple eras trying to bridge the gap in hip-hop. My co-hosts are Kev, Reaper, and returning our guest now, who was our host, Malcolm. So we're going to jump into it. This evening's podcast, we're doing a recap of 2021 and our predictions, and we're doing 2021 trash or not. So you can follow us on social media at Mix Era Rap P.O.D. at Instagram. That's Mix Era Rap Pod on Instagram. And you can follow us on Twitter at Mix Era Rap. We're very active. So check us out. All right, fellas. So let's jump into it. We're going to start off with the what we did not like about our what, what, about our, our dislikes as far as the uh, uh, our predictions for 2021. Well, let me say something, you know, um, I'm glad that young Malcolm has graced us with his presence on his little break from school. No doubt. And also, Malcolm has the quote of the year, and the quote of the year came from our prediction show. <laughs> um, Malcolm said that, what he said, he said Drake, he said Drake doesn't have a large number of charted songs on one album. And that la- and that quote was good for maybe like two, three weeks. So he dropped that EP where <laughs> the first, second, and third song was one, two, and three on the charts. No doubt. He had a great year. <laughs> All right. So kudos and uh, applauses for Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. So uh, let's jump into it with our uh, what we didn't want to see, but did happen. And uh, Big Sean put out a project. Uh, Anybody uh, thoughts on Big Sean's project? Was it worth it or he could have kept it? I thought it was better than I expected to be. I actually enjoyed it. I don't know if the good music machine kind of held him back in some way, but I really wasn't feeling a lot of his stuff over the past couple of years. But with this new thing he has going on where he's out on his own and and kind of hooking up with Hit Boy now, I did I like that EP. I really did. And I'm not sure what's going on with him right now. Um but I don't really like some of these interviews where you know a lot of people are asking him about Kanye and he wants to talk about it. Um I think he should kind of stray away from that and just let people focus on his music and then, you know, wait, you know, write a book or do something down the line and you could talk about your good music experience because you're giving you giving so much stuff away now, which you could save for a couple of years from now and make more money off of it. You ain't making no money off of it now. So, you know, just let this tell people to get your EP and talk about the recording process and leave all that other drama stuff. Just to the side. Save it for a couple of years from now. Yeah, that's what's up, Kev. Uh, Malcolm, what are your thoughts, man? You, what do you think about Big Sean's uh, project he put out with Hit Boy? No real opinion on uh, the, uh, the Big Sean's project. Not the biggest fan of him. Um, never been. I mean, when he was when he was a little more popular, uh, probably around like. Uh, when when I was when I was probably in middle school, I may have listened to him and maybe one of one or two of his hits, but um, 
was not checking for Big Sean at all. Um, did see the the Kanye um, mention in his uh, um, his interview with Drink Champs um, about about Big uh, Big Sean and not having him in his his project Kanye's project, and that was interesting to hear that. Um, not sure uh, what the entire. I, I would like to know what other artists. Um, with their opinions on Big Sean's like music, like I would like to hear um some other artists' opinions of him because uh that's interesting to hear from Kanye. So <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> All right, so now we're gonna jump into with uh, a bold prediction that we made, and that was or a controversial prediction that we made, and as that is that we did not want to hear from Kendrick Lamar this year. So let's jump into it with uh, Malcolm, your thoughts on what happened and the prediction that here we are a few weeks away from the end of the year and Kendrick Lamar only put out a few features for the year and no albums. I am. I'm not disappointed um, that I didn't hear from Kendrick Lamar. I really wasn't uh, too interested in hearing from him, especially in this time period where music is changing and uh, rap is changing um, he's hasn't been the most consistent and wasn't really looking for a project from him. So to find out that he didn't, he came out with like a song that was pretty funny that came out. Um, but I'm not sure his reasoning for not, uh, not releasing anything, but possibly there'll be a project, like Kendrick Lamar project 2022. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh they they keep the rumors have been running rampant about him and what he's doing in in the lab, but uh, uh you know, Dre was going through his stuff, so I'm pretty sure that's had something to do with uh why he didn't put anything out this year. You know, I know he wants that hot fire from from Dre too, so it is. But he's I mean, he's just he's recently married though, I believe. Yeah, he is. And I think he had a baby, so I think that's kind of part of his slow slow up or and you know and he dropped a couple of uh i think in one interview he was kind of like he likes being out of the public eye i mean we can we can honestly say that he's made a he should have made enough money where he doesn't have to do this anymore i mean look at the last time andre 3000 did anything and he damn sure gotta have a lot of money because you don't even you barely even see him so i don't think i think Andre lives below his means as well. He's not a type of flashy dude. He ain't out here buying diamond necklaces and shit like that, you know? But Drake, I mean, uh, Kendrick ain't either, though. That's what I'm saying. So neither one of them got a rush to be dropping stuff. Right. I mean, uh, I mean, my opinion, personally, I didn't like what's the, the two songs he had with his cousin, the two features. I didn't really care for him too much. I mean, it, it just seemed like every time he wants to make a statement, he drops this subliminal disc record and it's kind of i don't know i'm kind of like over it i'm like if you want to you want to draw some attention give me a hot single you know what i'm saying don't give me no just borderline disc record i mean you know him and j cole are like doing the same thing when they want some attention put on them and this is like all right that was cool the first first and second time you did it but come on man that's that's getting old now kind of get away from that or move on to something more but um you know, I, I, you know, I think it was a good thing that he did want to uh, help out a family member by, you know, jumping on two songs on their album, and it, and it did help propel. Uh, what's 
baby Kim to, you know, like he's getting album of the year considerations on a lot of lists I've I was been looking at. And I'm like, is it just the Kendra features? Because, you know, the album wasn't even that good. But I mean, if, you know, if those two features can help put him in the album of the year consideration, then I guess it worked. But yeah, I, I was good on Kendra last year and I'm, I'm kind of good on him this year. So if he's here, he's here. If he's not, he's not. I, I'm, I'm not even, he ain't even on my radar, to be honest. I know that's right. But I did enjoy uh, Baby Kim's project. You know, I think it was a plus for him to have Kendrick on there, you know, more notoriety. But in general, I thought he held his own. Again, I don't know about album of the year considerations, but it was a solid project. And he's putting himself on the map with this thing. So that's my opinion on it. You know, <laughs> I think, I think, everybody was dead on. I mean, I know probably a lot of the uh, listeners thought we were crazy when we were like, uh, we can do without Kendrick this year, but it was cool and it happened and, and, and it turned out well for everybody. So now we're moving into our man, Lil Wayne needs to expand himself lyrically is what our comments were on the prediction show. All right. So we're trying to check out what's going on with the lyric expansion for Lil Wayne. Does anybody, you know, he did a bunch of features this year. Does anybody feel like he expanded his lyricism and uh, really improved where he was headed? Does anybody feel that way? I don't think it's a lot that Lil Wayne really could do to expand or improve on himself lyrically. Um, I think that he did have like a couple of features that kind of, uh, he kind of it, it seemed like he went back a little bit into like his I guess that mid two thousands flow and sound and you know a lot of um, a lot of fans a lot of critics said okay Little Wayne is back or Little Wayne went back to what worked for him but I mean it's it's like I said I don't think it's a it's a lot you could really ask of Little Wayne like do we really want Little Wayne on anything or are people really press to hear a Lil Wayne album or mixtape or anything. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not saying it because he's what, over the age of 35, but what did he, you know, outside of, you know, stuff he did earlier in his career, but when he became like this mega star, what did he really do as a mega star that really kind of um, advanced rap music or put him on a pedestal that he deserved to be the top guy? I mean, I, I just... You know, I always thought he was nice and he was okay. Um, I really, you know, I really, I was a bigger fan of him when it was the Hot Boys. And he's had his solo stuff and he did his Hot Boys stuff. And all of them were together and touring and everything like that. But when, you know, BG went, went to jail and Juvie got, was beefing with Cash Money. And then Turk, Turk he got locked up too. So it was the... And then Lil Wayne was the main one. It was just kind of like, I don't know. It did. It did. A lot of it didn't click to me. Like, um, what was that? Uh, Four hundred degrees. That was a good album. The Carter one was good, but like the Carter two was okay. But then it kind of went downhill for me. Like the Carter three and four, I didn't really enjoy too much. But you know, so many people feel like his career shot up after you know the one, the two, the three, and the four like that. But I don't know. It was just something to, for me. It didn't really expand or push him to a higher level, to be honest. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that. For me, man, I'm 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 in a similar space. I appreciate 
what uh, he did, but what he's doing is just, you know, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't like to talk down on it. You know, a lot of people have him in their top 10 all greatest of all time. Some people have him in, his, in their top five. It's just, you know, for me, it's just not the move. I'm just not, uh, I don't know, man. It, it, it's uh, Little Wayne is probably the most uh, complex artist that I have to listen to and try to understand what it is that everybody finds so appealing about him. So I'm going to push it off to the young people and see what they think. Uh, Malcolm, what were your thoughts? Lil Wayne is a legend. You know, he started at a very young age and has been consistently, you know, a figure um, may not have been the most popular at all times, but he has always been um, a figure in rap. For me, um, Lil Wayne, I'm not really too, I think, did he do, did he do a, uh, he did a few features, right? And then he came out with like, like a few songs. Am I correct? Yeah. He had uh, several features over the, um, over this year. Singles too. Yeah. So, I mean, other than, you know, those were uh, a nice, nice uh, addition to, you know, rap for 2021, but I'm not too surprised that he didn't come out with an album um, or EP, and I'm not sure when he will. Um, I just, you know, hope he finds what he finds out what he wants to continue to do. If he wants to rap, then you know, bless his fans with 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 some music. But I don't think anybody was too disappointed that he didn't come up with a with a project. Yeah, I feel you with that one. All right, we're moving on from our man, Lil Wayne. <laughs> Let's move into, I'm going to do a double up on this one. Uh, Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill, because neither one of them really put out anything this year. They did some features and so forth, but nothing really, uh, uh, you know, substantial. So uh, your thoughts on our prediction for Nicki Minaj and Meek Mills to kind of expand. And I know I said some craziness. I was like, Meek Mills needs to stop screaming and improve his flow. But, you know, it is what it is on that. I mean, I don't think Meek Mills album, I didn't listen to Meek Mills last album that came out a few months back, but I haven't really heard any, you know, noise on it. Like people who I haven't heard anyone say it was good or bad. The biggest thing I heard about the album was the album cover and then the guy who made a, um, the guy who went viral because the uh, the album cover was on the side of a bus and he was just saying, you know, this is something that kids shouldn't be looking at. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, Meek Mill has made more noise talking about a record label, having a record label dispute more than his album that came out. And that's not good. I mean, even if the album was good or whatever people thought, more attention was put on comments you made. But you got an album out? Who's? I mean, are you promoting this album? Like, I mean, what's going on? I mean, you got you got you have this controversial cover, which should make you want to promote it more. Like every week, he should be talking about, "Hey, I got an album out." Instead of we seeing you at a party somewhere or you hanging out with some famous people or something like that. So it, it's it takes away from the album, but he has an appeal to uh, he has an appeal to a younger audience which is good. And, you know, he's out here for uh prison reform, which is great. Also, um, 
he does a lot more, you know, for for younger people or disadvantaged people or people in Philly and more than really the music side of it. So it's kind of like uh, it's kind of I don't know. It's kind of hard to say if, if he if he's holding back music because he has his label dispute or is he saving all his good stuff until he get this dispute over with. And then um, uh, you said Nicki Minaj, right? Yeah. Yeah. She just, um, what did she just tweet the other day? She just tweeted the other day that she had, you know, she's, um, what is it? She was streamed. I think she was one of the top streamed artists and she didn't even have a song or feature out in 2021. Something like that. Yeah, she was in the top 10 most streamed artists for 2021 and didn't put out a project. And not even a verse. She didn't even have a verse in 2021. Yeah. So but she had a controversy that, you know, she could, you know, with with the with the situation with her husband and so forth, that was enough to keep people interested in hearing her verses. Right. But I mean, you know, for her not to put off music and still is able to be streamed like that with artists with with Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B and uh, Lotto and Sweetie and Asian Doll and all these other females out here, for her to still be, you know, within the tops of all these female MCs and she's not doing nothing is an impressive feat. I mean, will she come back? I mean, I don't know. Uh, no, she did have a feature this year. She had the um the Bia. To be a remix, she was on that. You know that was hit or miss. Uh, it, it it felt unnecessary. I think it felt unnecessary for the song, but it wasn't actually that bad of a verse. Um, she might have had something else this year, but you know, just like, like I said, like you just said, she she had an issue with her husband, um, and they deal, they, you know, they dealing with that. But not to put any music out is and still being recognized. That's kind of saying something. So. Um, you know, kudos to both of them, but I mean, you know, they 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 garnered attention, but they didn't really put out anything of quality. So I don't know if if their fans are just that just that loyal, or is that just saying that's a testament to their artistry? Because you know, we're in a society where people will forget about you real quickly. You know, it's one viral video, and it's on to the next person. So. For them still to generate attention, it, it, it kind of you kind of got to give them credit for it, like it or not. So yeah, I don't know what twenty twenty two is going to hold for both of them. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, you know, I I, I want to apologize because I actually forgot that Meek Mills did drop a project this year. Uh, that's how underwhelming it was. It actually debuted at number three, but after the first month, it only sold eighty two thousand copies. And it's only been streamed a little under 200 million times since it came out in October. So 200 million streams is on the low end for a hot album. So it quickly fell down the charts and uh, it's an underwhelming project for Meek. And uh, I hope he learns from this and uh, comes back better in 2022. I mean, um, Malcolm, your thoughts, Uh, Nicki Minaj uh, 2021 and Meek Mills 2021. Um, I believe that Meek Mill's um album not being that successful was not surprising because if he doesn't come out with something that is a project that's like 
able to, you know, be circulated highly with the young, young audience, then his success rate is not the highest. Um, because, you know, his competition right now, you have Young Thug, who could be a direct counterpart of them, a older, older rapper in the game considered, considering, you know, the majority of rappers coming in the game are like, around the age of 17 and 18 or between 17 and 21. Um, they're considered both of them, Meek Mills and uh, Young Thug are considered older. So I feel like Young Thug is able to still come out with, um, projects that are able to be, um, highly circulated with, with, with the young audience, um, and, and find, find a lot of traction with, um, uh, my age group. So, um, Meek Mills, all he has to do really is just come out with a more modern project. That's all. I mean, it did have the, the buzz around it because it is Meek Mill and people got excited prior to the album coming out. Um, but you know, it wasn't, I didn't even listen to it. So wasn't too interested in that. But, um, in regards to, uh, you know, Nick, Nicki Minaj, she had the, the, like, like you, someone mentioned the information that came out about her husband and his past and being, um, a questionable, you know, uh, figure when you're talking about someone to marry when that's what her, her fans may have thought. Um, but, uh, that passed over, you know, people, you know, lost interest in that. Not too long, not too long after it, um, it plateaued in the media, but, um, I feel like her not producing any music and still being like producing any like songs, albums, features this, this 2021 year, um, and still being one of the highest circulated, um, artists in Apple music. I feel like that's not surprising because she is a standalone when you talk about you know, women in rap, especially just rappers in general. She's put in the time. And when you talk about her competition, she has a body of work, um, that you could go and, 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 you know, it wouldn't be binging, but stream for weeks. So I'm not surprised. Plus Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. Meg Thee Stallion's getting there, but I don't think Cardi B is that, that, uh, she needs to produce more music, more albums for her to be in the conversation. So that's my thoughts. Yeah, no doubt on that one, uh, Malcolm. You right on point. And speaking of that, our next two people are that we uh, gave our opinions and predictions on for the year. It was Megan and Cardi. So let's talk about them. We know that Cardi didn't put out anything. Uh, she did um, have a baby and her and... um her and Offset are still doing their thing. So, um, you know, kudos to them. And then uh, if you ask the other host on the show, <laughs> Reaper and Kev, uh, Megan put out the best project of the year. So uh, I'm going to let Malcolm hit this one off first. Your thoughts on Megan's project and Cardi B not dropping anything for 2021? Um, not surprised that Cardi B didn't drop anything. She's uh, here for the money. That's how I feel like, I feel like that's what she's, she's doing rap for. So not for the art, not for the fans as much, you know, when she needs to put out a project, she'll put out a project. 
Meg Thee Stallion being successful with her project. Um, not surprising because she is the, basically her track run is as if she was Nikki, you know, has a, is able to cultivate a large following very early in her career and has stayed consistent. And she always is able to, you know, match the formula necessary to, you know, have her fans um, stream her music. So good for her and good for her graduating um, Tennessee State. Uh, Texas Southern. Texas Southern, excuse me. No worries, no worries. It, uh, Texas is a very interesting state when it comes to their HBCUs. You know, uh, the one that should get the most love does not, and that's Prairie View A&M. But uh, you have um, um, Texas Southern as well as, um, what is the other? The other HBCU in Texas. My bad. Let me look this up because I don't want to go wrong with this because Texas, I got mad love for that. All right. Yeah. Texas Southern. Oh, Houston, uh, Tilliston University, Paul Quinn, Texas College, St. Phillips College, Wiley College are also HBCUs in um, in Texas. But uh, Prairie View A&M is really the one that had, you know, uh, the winningest coach in all of, uh, uh, not the winningest coach, but one of the winningest coach in HBCU as far as the SWAC division is concerned. So I got to give love to uh, Prairie View A&M for that. But uh, Texas Southern is where it's at. And uh, definitely show love to some of the other uh, second-tier HBCUs like Wiley College. A lot of people don't know that Wiley College is HBCU, but it is. Uh, it does have uh, quite a large uh, percentage of uh PWIs as well. It, it, it um, I think uh, the percentage of white people that go to Wiley colleges went up from 3% to like 8 or 9%. So that's quite a bit for HBCU. So with that, we're going to keep it moving in the conversation. Kev, your thoughts on uh, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion 2021. We didn't say Meg had the album of the year. We, we just said Meg had a good uh, album. Um, it was enjoyable. I think that, you know, I, I've said it many times that Meg and Cardi are, you know, top five. And at most times they're top three in the game right now. I just seen something the other day that said uh, Cardi B is the first female, uh, first female rap artist with three diamond songs. And, you know, that's, that's something, you know, I mean, what she dropped, what one or two songs. No, she only dropped up this year. Up was the only thing she dropped this year. She hosted, uh, she hosted the award show a few weeks back. So you know she's still keeping her name out there, and people still love her. Uh, Meg, you know, Meg has the mixtape she just dropped. Uh, she graduated college. She all over. Then, then she had like two, maybe three songs earlier this year. So I mean, you know, they're doing their thing. It's still, you know, it's still the same stuff. It's still, you know, I mean, well, for Meg, it still seemed like the same as some of the same stuff. It's, you know, shake your butt and not a lot of, I guess, content per se. And it's kind of weird that, you know, here she is. She's flaunting. She graduated college, but her music doesn't reflect a, a goal or achievement like graduating college. You know, Cardi is kind of here and there with her music. Like Up, Up wasn't. Up was a fun song. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't about sex or a lot of the other content she had. I mean, it, it, it's a fun song. So Cardi has that in her where she can make 
less controversial music. So it's this it's going it it remains to be seen what she does next year, you know, after she didn't um, you know, nursed her newborn and, you know, spent some more time with her husband and while they repair their relationship or whatever they're doing. And it will she drop something next year? Will it be another single? Will it be an EP? Will it be an album? And will it be in that kind of the, in that uh that rhythm of up, you know, something that's as fun, something that's upbeat. You know, she did like a couple of weeks back say a lot of the male rappers don't make I'm not gonna say good music, but she was just saying like the music is, is this these trap beats ain't it no more. Like, you know, it's nothing you want to dance to, it's not club music. And she did that with up. She gave you a fun, upbeat song that you could play anywhere. But a lot of this other stuff is kind of like, do you want to hear it in a club or a party or something? It's like she kind of got a point. So I think they had very excellent years, but you know, what's next though? Like, does Meg kind of change her style up to reflect being a college graduate? Or does Cardi do have, you know, is Cardi's next album gonna be half the songs are gonna be in that that zone of up, you know, upbeat, not controversial lyrically? I mean, I don't know. It, it just remains to be seen. It's I, I just don't know, but you know, it's just kind of hard to deny the success both of these uh, these young women are having at the moment. So it's not many that you can really say that are more successful than they are right now. It's very few. So I guess they had a good year. Yeah, I feel you, and 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 that's what I'm talking about. I'm expecting in 2022, Kev, that both of them should be putting out the most upbeat up-tempo, uh, uh, showing mad love for all the things that they received, all the blessings they received in 2021 type albums. It just doesn't make any sense for them not to, you know? I mean, we, we can, I mean, we, the one song Cardi, the one song we can think about that Cardi did, it's kind of going along those lines, but it's, it's, it's just like, will she keep up with it? I mean, she did up, very upbeat. It's not controversial. And then she made the comment that no one is really making music for the clubs. So that's two things right there that she kind of put herself in a position where she should change her lyrical content on whatever she's doing in the future. But it's, it just remains to be seen. What is she going to do? Because I think when, um, when Megan Thee Stallion did that shit, she was like, I'm graduate. She that she's about to graduate college. And I was just like, this is like some of the, this is stupid. Like, why would you put you graduating college and a song like that shit when that shit is about being ghetto, being hood, but give you a pass for doing all these, for doing all these things that she probably shouldn't be doing anyway. You know what I mean? I mean, granted, it's a song and I know people are going to be like, oh, it's only a song, but no, people literally are out here doing that. They're like, I'm on my thought shit. Even before she came up with the song, people were saying it. It was a saying people were saying, like, this is what I'm going to have this go crazy, go wild weekend, and I'll go back to being tame and easy on Monday. You know, how can you put this achievement in a song about doing some, I don't, I mean, you know, doing some stuff out of your character? It, it, it just, I don't know. It just don't add up for me. I feel you. <laughs> I definitely feel you on that. 
I'm serious, man. I don't, I don't get it. I, I, I don't understand it. Uh, all the blessings that have come to them. She's got a man that she's uh, posting up with and uh, on the gram. She's graduated from college. She's made these major business deals where she got money that's coming in that her family should be well taken care of for the next several generations. You know, she made what, 27 million last year. I'm like, and during a pandemic, you made over $25 million. You, your, your life should be good. We shouldn't have to hear more thought shit. If we do hear more thought shit, then that goes to my conspiracy theory, which everybody hates. But, <laughs> you know, it, it, it matters. And uh, same thing with Cardi. It's like you, you, you've rebuilt your relationship or trying to rebuild your relationship with your husband. You've brought two beautiful uh, uh, humans onto the planet and um, they're growing. They're healthy. You're you're making money. You're doing business deals. Life is good. Make this. I'm not saying I'm not saying put the entire album on uplifting happy shit. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is, can we get three or four singles that talk about the growth that you had in your career? That's it. I'm okay with that. Give me four. You give me four. I give you my 20 bucks or whatever it costs to uh, stream all your songs. You know, I'm down with that. I mean, uh, Malcolm, your thoughts. Um, Substance wise, I don't think either of them are going to go anywhere um, in the future. So expectations for them to improve are, are, I feel like they're, they're, there's no reason to, to, even have those because it's over with for for them. I think they found their their formula for success. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> Finishing this one off with two artists. I'm going to leave off our last artist, which is two chains, because you know he 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 did what he could do. Let's finish this off with no more singing Drake after CLB and Pusha T not putting out a project, but we wanted him to expand lyrically. So let's jump into it. Uh, Kev, your thoughts on uh, the predictions for Drake and Pusha T for 2021? <laughs> I mean, I think we we were, we were actually right on them. You know, CLB had a lot of rapping on it, not a lot of singing, and, and Pusha T didn't put an album out. So... You know, there was a you know, there was that rumor uh earlier this year that he's gonna put out his best body of work ever, but you know, he had some things personally that came up and that and it and it prevented that from happening. So maybe he can, you know, take the time and tweak some things here and fine tune some things so it can be uh this great album that he probably that he should be able to make. But um I mean, yeah, Drake, you know, Drake kind of, you know, went in the lab and 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 I mean, like I said earlier, like I said a few months back when the album dropped, I think that Kanye West putting out Donda changed the format of what, you know, CLB was originally supposed to be. Did it hurt the album? I think it did a little bit, but at the same time, it got Drake back to rapping. And I mean, you know even if you think the songs weren't that great or however you feel about it, it was more rapping than it was singing. So rapping Drake to me is better than singing Drake. So I can appreciate that. And, and you know, 
Um, like I said, when we did our review, um, the album wasn't bad, you know, compared to the stuff that was out at that time, you know, stuff that was released from what the album came out in September, I think. Yeah. You know, albums that came out between June and September, it was one of the, it was, it was one or two, you know, easily one or two. So I, he did his job and I guess we kind of were right on this one. <laughs> so <laughs> there's not, not a lot that you really say, can say about it. Yep. I feel you that I'm telling you that, that, that is definitely what's up. I think our, our predictions uh, in, in no way, shape or form do we think that he heard what we said, but uh, definitely like Kev said, Donda put some pressure on his neck so he had to pull back some songs off of the project and put in some stuff that was not originally on the project. And all it was was for the best of the project. If you ask me, um, Malcolm, what do you think? You know, it's, it's great to hear Drake uh, switch it up and go to the, the, the Drake that we originally found out. He, he is capable of, capable of um, you know, it's great to hear him rap. But um, it's not. It was kind of interesting seeing him rap with the title "Certified Lover Boy." You know, that was not what I expected with that album title. But um, I've I don't think I really expect too much more from Drake in the future. You know, how I don't know. Like he, how can he keep? I don't think he can keep uh, keep up with today's uh you know style of, of putting out projects music um and collaborations etc because he does not do a large amount of features throughout the year nor does he put out um multiple singles slash projects eps etc like he may have used to in his in his prime so but it is a, is a is a plus that he was able to start uh, using his his wordsmith skills, you know. Now that uh, he came out with a project, um, it's just it's good that it's a more recent project where he's able to do that, and it gives it gives you vibes of of um, previous music that he's put out. But um, what was it? It was it was Drake, and then who was it? Pusha T. I think it was uh, <laughs> Pusha T. Yeah, same feeling about Pusha T. Same feeling I have about Pusha T. I have for Big Sean. You know, I'm not. I don't expect much from either of them. I don't check out their project when they come out, unless they're uh, they're noteworthy or their buzz around them. Um, that makes me have to do my due diligence and go out and stream their music. But um, I would like him to expand lyrically and expand his flow because um, I feel like he he'll open up his his audience to a, a lot more a lot more ears and maybe even find some traction with the younger crowd. Um, it's just hard for him, you know. He's been so consistent and you know stern with with wanting to put out music that he he likes. Um, his beats and his flow, and that may not always work, but um, you know, it's 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 it would be a it would be a, a plus if he was able to you know 
expand his repertoire, um, vocabulary, expand his, his flow and, and possibly, you know, venture out to some other producers. Yeah. I'm telling you, 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 you are spot on with that one. And we got to bring in the, 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 the music extraordinaire and see what his thoughts are. We are talking about uh, Drake and his and our predictions for him to do no more singing, which we were exactly right. And he uh, garnished a lot of success from not singing. And we're also talking about uh, Pusher T and him expanding himself uh, lyrically. Reaper, what are your thoughts on Drake and Pusha T for 2021? I mean, so this is the interesting thing. People always say, I mean, I've even been one of those detractors. If if Drake sang less, he could have, you know, the best year, the best album of his career. And, you know, even going back to uh, if you're reading this, it's too late. This is 2015, I believe 2015. I think that's the closest thing we're ever going to get to a just entire Drake project of not singing. And that project sounded great. I mean, there was still some singing here and there. But when you think about it, that's really what uh, made Drake stand out from the pack going all the way back to comeback season, the mixtape from 2007. So are we wrong for wishing Drake would just sing less and just rap more? Because when he raps and like really raps, he's one of the best, I would say, even ever to do it. Like really interesting uh, wordplay. He's got a specific kind of uh, voice and delivery and everything else, blah, blah, blah. Um, I remember some years ago, he sort of toyed with the idea with, and I don't know if he was trolling or not, but like do a double disc record. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of double disc records because they're bloated and blah, blah, blah. But what if he did one disc of just all raps, just all raps, and then one disc of just singing, like just give everybody what they want. And maybe he sort of tried to do that with Scorpion, but like it was sort of like a supposed to be like a side for the guys and a side for the ladies or something like that. Was this supposed to be the theme? But nice for up what was like the most rapping he had done in a while. But that was like on the ladies side because it had the Lauren Hill sample. And I don't know. That was a little bit confusing. But moving on, Pusha T, I said it a couple of weeks ago. No one cares about Pusha T. No offense to Pusha T. He's a good rapper. I really was a big fan of the clips back in the day, but no one cares. And uh, I think that's all I really need to say about that. Yeah, I think that's why we uh, made the prediction we did, Reaper, was the same reasoning is that, you know, Pusha has not expanded his his repertoire as far as what he raps about, even though he has uh, even though he's married, got kids living a very comfortable life. He's still rapping about the trap. and. It just doesn't sell for him, you know? I mean, even even if you think about it, though, thinking about what could Pusha D, Pusha, Pusha D, <laughs> what could Pusha T do to make people care? I don't know. Uh, like Big Sean sort of uh, freed himself of good music recently. Um, perhaps Pusha T could do that and have a an entirely new outlook on everything. Um, perhaps he could get with Malice again and do the clips. But Malice said he wasn't like rapping and then he changed his name to No Malice, which is a bit silly if you ask me. But I don't know, man. Like, And even like Pusha T for a second, I don't know if he still has it. He had the Adidas deal and everything and he was putting out music. He was putting out, you know, uh, sneakers and collaborations and just creative stuff in the whole space. I think in 2021, 
and headed into 2022 now. Like, no one cares about Pusha T, man. And I don't know if it's entirely his fault. It's just you have to adapt, you know, in this rap game. Years ago, I mean, when we when we talk about, like, 2003 to 2004, 2005, the hottest rappers out were Cameron, Dipset, Cassidy, you know, Freeway. These kind of people just didn't adapt well. They had their time, and then we moved on. And I just don't know if Pusha T's done that. I think he might have gotten lost in the sauce. Not saying he's an alcoholic, but lost in the sauce of the game. Yeah, man. So let's uh, let's uh, shut it down for the our 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 knots for twenty twenty one, and we're gonna move on to a, a more brighter subject, which is our likes for twenty twenty one, and that was our dislikes or our what we didn't want to happen in twenty twenty one. All right. So here we go with our yeses, things we supported and things we were looking forward to in 2021. And first thing I'd like to say that I was looking forward to and I got it in every which way. And that was indie artists stepping up their game and producers showing love to the indie artists and making this a better place. And that's what they did for me. I really enjoyed what happened this year. But we're going to start with the person who I did, you know, Donald Glover did not put out a project this year, but we thought that we needed the rap needed him this year. So part of our prediction for 2021 was Childish Gambino or Donald Glover coming back and giving hip hop what it needed. So, uh, Kev, your thoughts on Childish Gambino not coming back and not dropping a project for 2021. <laughs> I'm good. I, I'm good. Um, I'm not the biggest Childish Gambino fan. I'm not to say he's a bad artist, but I mean, he's okay. I'm good with him not doing anything. And if he did something, it is what it is. Um, I wasn't one of the people who wanted to hear from him this year. So, um, so yeah, I, I was, I was all right with that. So I didn't need it and we didn't get it. So I'm okay. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I think a lot of people feel like, um, since he has the show and it's the show is successful, you know, so many people are rooting for him. So they want to see him, you know, they still want to see him act and they still want to hear him rap or sing or whatever he wants to do musically. So it's a lot of people who just are really supportive and just huge fans. But I mean, he's, he's all right to me, you know, he's all right. He's an okay actor. He's an okay rapper or singer or whatever, but. If he just retired from everything and left, I wouldn't miss him at all. So I'm all right. <laughs> all right, let's get to the. It's the truth, though. It's not, like I said, it's nothing against him, but it just—I don't know. I just—I don't see the appeal that other people see. Like you know, like later on, I, I don't want to jump ahead in the list, but you know, there was a um, someone said uh, Vince Staples. You know, they they want more Vince Staples. I'd rather hear Vince Staples than than Childish Gambino any day of the week. <laughs> Let's get in with the youngest in charge, man. Uh, your thoughts on Childish Gambino not dropping anything for 2021? Dang, that's rough. I'm not sure about Vince Staples or Childish Gambino, but I'm not uh, too surprised. Nor he he like I put him in the category of like artists similar to like uh, Tyler the Creator, but 
I can say that Tyler has been way more consistent than um, Childish Gambino. But I feel like that has to do with him and his other endeavors. Uh, okay, fine. He is coming back out with the Atlanta season um, soon, actually. And um, he also has some, some other cinematic stuff going on. So I'm sure that he may, in 2020, um, put more emphasis on um, his artistry and, and possibly come up with an EP or a project. But not I'm not surprised. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, Reaper, jump in on that. Uh, pretty much just everything they said. Uh, you know, Gambino started doing rap as like a hobby just kind of like oh i'm a fan of rap let me you know when i was in school uh somebody that lived down the hall from me said contribute a verse to the game contribute a verse to the game they he used to always say that even if you're a you know a a, a movie star or just you know a fan like if you're a fan just spit a bar spit a spit a rhyme contribute something to hip-hop if you love it you know i mean even the rock you know recently i don't know if y'all heard that song he did with tech nine it's like The Rock got a song out now, you know, kind of thing. Just a fan contribute to the game. So um, him being a writer and movie star, uh, TV star, all of that stuff, I think, comes first. And uh, he might not ever put out another record, you know, or maybe he's just doing like the Kendrick approach where I'm just going to wait until I feel like doing it to put it out. Yeah, you could be right on that one. Um, let's keep it moving, man. Let's jump into it with, uh, our man, Jay Cole. And, uh, our thoughts from the prediction show was that his new album needed to continue his dominant performances as far as his consistency. So, uh, anybody have thoughts on, you know, I know, I know his, and it's tough. I, as much as I love the album, I actually recently listened to it and I listened to it right after I listened to Rick Ross's new project. And man, let me tell you, I felt, I felt some kind of way about it. Uh, I think it was a solid project. I'm not going to step off of that, off that stone. But what I will say is that it could have been a lot better. And I know that Reaper told me this months ago, but man, when it was out, I was just, you know, I, I thought it was the end all to be all. And uh, I'm starting to wane from that. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. Y'all dogged me when I said Rick Ross makes decent, good albums. Yep. I didn't. I didn't. That wasn't me. Y'all dogged me. <laughs> I got dogged on the show a couple times saying Rick Ross makes de- good albums. It wasn't me. You can play that, that footage because it wasn't me. Rick Ross. I'm d- I saw the I saw the, I saw the, uh, the the um the thing that went up that said Rick Ross didn't do so well sales wise, but we're not in a sales atmosphere now. We're in a streaming. So because the streaming numbers haven't been released, I don't think anyone can really talk about Rick Ross album. But if listening to Ross album and then you listen to Cole's album and it changed your opinion on Cole's album, then that says something about Ross album. I liked the Ross album. I think it was good. I think it was one of his best. Definitely. But you, you guys know my opinion on Cole. So I don't have to comment on this. <laughs> I I don't have to say nothing. <laughs> yeah, we went through this whole ordeal 
Um, you know what? I uh, again, you can play the footage back. I like the the Cole record, but yeah, I feel like it could have been better. And um, I wish he wasn't so yelly on some of the songs. Like, like why are you yelling? Like you don't rap like that. And yeah, and you know what? I've actually even some of the die 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 hardest the, the most the most die hard uh j cole fans told me or have told me that they weren't crazy about the album like they liked it but they didn't love it like some of the other records so <laughs> uh malcolm what are your thoughts man what do you think about uh j cole's uh project did it stay to what we had predicted or did it fall short fell short um J. Cole is, does not have the touch any longer um, like he, he used to, but his fans, you know, they are uh, loyal fans. It's just disappointing that, you know, he's not able to, you know, just release those those projects that we used to love and multiple songs off the projects are just our classics and are, are ran on the, on the, on the airways. Um, consistently, you know, and, and everybody's able to enjoy them. But, um, you know, hopefully he's able to, you know, put out some more good music. But I don't believe that he's going to be able to compete with today's, um, today's, uh, rap scene. Well, well, let me ask this question then. What is, what is considered like, um, let's say, okay, like, like, just like you said, you said J. Cole. Music is not lasting long. So, is there an artist out now? Does anyone think that has longevity? Like, you know, you put if you put something out in September, we're still going to be listening to it in December. Is there anybody out there like that now? Anybody's opinion? Megan, Drizzy, Gunna. I mean. I can say yes or no, and the only reason I, I, I'm I, come on, Roddy Rich. Come on, but Roddy Rich just came out though. Talking about the newest one, that album wasn't good. You don't like it? Yeah, the one it just came out today. No, yeah, I don't. Have you heard the one that came out today, Malcolm? Are you talking about the one with the cover him with the the yellow driving his car? I think. Yeah, yeah, I heard I heard mixed reviews on that one, guys. So. I mean, but I'm just saying, like, overall, though, like, it's, I mean, I was, okay, yes, that Way Too Sexy band, I, I, every time I turn on the radio, Way Too Sexy is on. Banger. What'd you say? Banger. It's a banger, man. I played it last night. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I can't take nothing away. I I didn't like Way Too Sexy at first, but it grew on me. So I do be in the car now, and I be like, I'm too sexy for my, <laughs> I, I'm singing it now, so. But I mean, but like, outside of Drake, though, like, Okay, yeah, it's it's like one or two Drake songs that are still going. It's like, oh my goodness, I I might have to stop looking at album of review, people's album of the year or song of the year list because I'm kind of getting over. Uh, I'm going somewhere else with it. But is there like another artist who has like just like you know we want to listen to the album six seven months because I don't I'm not listening to albums past two months maybe now yeah you're right on that one uh only person i've been listening to multiple times 
and nobody's showing love to him the way they should. But uh, I would tell everybody, give Joel Ortiz's album a chance. That joint, to me, is fire. But, you know, I think, too, we're just in a space of so much stuff coming out, you know, and some stuff coming out now without advertisement just oh my new projects and or not even in stores my new projects available for streaming y'all go listen to it and it's out as they're tweeting this you know what i mean whereas back in the day back in the day oh my gosh but years ago but i'm 2020 2020 had way better music than 21 i'm disappointed in 21 2020 was a great year in rap music. 21 hasn't been that great, though. Well, that's not what I'm arguing. What I'm just saying is, like, in, in 2000, for example, you know, the the viewers only going to get a handful of hip-hop records a year. And the ones that came out, you know, in the spring or in the summer were going to be in the source. They were going to be on BT. They were going to be, you know, maybe advertised on, on street billboards and stuff. You know, you would see it everywhere and know. Buster Rhymes, The Big Bang is coming out June 16th. Ludacris, Word of Mouth is coming out, you know, October or whatever. You would, everybody would know when it comes out. Whereas now, if you put a gun to my head and told me, name 10 albums that came out this year, I probably could name three. I just don't know. Oh, man. Y'all done threw some fire in the game with that one. <laughs> I mean, but it's a true statement, though. It's a, it's a very true statement, though, because it's like, you know, like um, when when Drake did put out certified lover boy it it just kind of blew everything away like you kind of you kind of forgot about a lot of stuff and that and and you know certified lover boy wasn't that great but because other stuff wasn't that strong it just elevated it up that higher because like i mean if you look at everybody else's material and how everybody else you know you drop something you got your you got one or two singles they play for a month, maybe two, and then you move on to the next artist. It's four months. We go, we, we closing a year out, and we still listen to Way Too Sexy. Yeah, I, he doubled up. I mean, it, it, I mean, but it's not like to say that other artists didn't have bangers this year, though. Because it's a banger. Because it's a banger. I mean, I, I'm not gonna take nothing away from nobody else. I, I'm just saying, like, like you just said about J Cole when J Cole first came out. You thought it was a good album. You listen to J. Cole album now, and you be like, eh, Rick Ross looking better than J. Cole. And that's kind of like, that's saying a lot about J. Cole. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, I, I'm going to jump in and just say our next episode is going to be uh, albums of the, uh, our favorite albums of the year. I think it's going to be super interesting now that we've been through the year and we've heard what we've heard. I think a lot of stuff is going to surprise people. Uh, I know for me, I'm fighting for Wale all day, every day, because that album is still, it may not be the one I go to on a regular basis, but it still needs to be in the top 10. So, I mean, we'll, 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 we'll hash that out at, a, at another point. But uh, let's move on to uh, some other artists, because, I mean, we can talk about Drake all day. So uh, let's, and J. Cole and, and, and so forth. So let's move on to, uh, our man Vince Staples, and uh, and see, what, uh, you know, our prediction for Vince Staples was that we we wanted him to put out a project, and we wanted him to show growth. I'm going to say right off the breaks that I thought he did what he was supposed to do. He put out a new project, and this project showed more growth than his last album. I'm not saying that it's the 
hottest album that came out in 2021. But for Vince Staples, this project set him his first two or three projects was, you know, some trap shit. This project was, hey, I have growth. I have expanded who I am, what I talk about and my mindset. And I, I'm very proud of him for that. Anybody else got thoughts on that? Let me, oh, no, no, no. You know what? I don't want anybody to jump in. I need to hear from the youngest in charge. Malcolm, did you hear the Vince Staples project? What are your thoughts on it? Did not hear the Vince Staples project. <laughs> so I don't know if he's done better or worse, but I'm expecting it to be the same old Vince. Uh, it was, and you got to check it out because it was much better. It was much more growth in it. He talked about his community. He talked about how he wanted to see improvements in his community. It was a really, really solid project. And again, you know, I'm pretty sure the reason why you haven't heard it, it didn't have no club bangers. It was not a club banger type album. It was an album that was like, oh, I have grown in who I am. I got a few dollars in my pockets. I can eat. I can go out and do what I want to do. So let me start talking about my community. And so, you know. I mean, but Vince Staples didn't have any club songs to begin with, though. But um, it was a good album. And surprisingly, the media loves it. Um, I've, I've looked at at least two or three websites and they have Vince Stables' album in their 10. Um, I, I want to say Billboard had it as one of the best albums of the year. or A major publication had Vince Stables' album as one of the best of the year. And I don't disagree with it. I, like I said, I enjoyed it. I was surprised I was going to like it. Um, I can't remember what else came out that weekend, but I didn't have Vince Stables doing that great, but he surpassed my expectations. So, you know, I'm surprised that he's getting a lot of media love because Vince doesn't get a lot of media love. So, you know, the fans, the media, social media, whoever, whoever is putting this album up there with some of the best of the year. So I think that's surprising for me. Um, but I'm glad he's up there because, you know, we don't have a chance to rapper right now. You know, we need someone similar kind of in that vein. So, you know, however you feel about Chance, he did a lot of positive music. So, you know, you, you kind of need that balance. And, and I think that's what Vince did with this album, though. So I, I, I like it. And, and, you know, I hope he take his time with the next one. Don't rush nothing because he's getting all this attention. But, you know, I, I hope he comes back strong like he did this year. Yeah, no doubt, Cam. Kudos on that. Reaver, your thoughts? I'm good, man. I've never really been a Vince Staples fan. Um, Every week, baby. Every week. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... I, Boy, he, but he dragged Malcolm yes, with sir. him, though. Yes, sir. He didn't pull Malcolm in the hole with him. Like. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll just keep it above. I mean, I've heard the, the Vince Staples record, and I just... You say growth. I, I mean, I guess, but I'm 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 cool on it, man. I'm, I'm actually... I think it's nicer to just not comment a whole bunch and like drag it and just say like, I'm not a big fan. So I'm cool. Y'all have said enough on Vince Staples. Let's move on. All right. So let's move on. And now we're moving on to probably our most controversial person for the year who we all doing our prediction show had high hopes for. Cause I think everybody was in his corner 
in the beginning of the year. Uh, things have changed now at the end of the year. Travis Scott, everybody's thoughts on his uh, debacle for the year and his music for the year. Anybody? I mean, he didn't put nothing out, though, did he? Did he feature on anybody's album? Yeah. Maybe? Featured, yeah, yeah. Remember, he featured on Donda. Yeah, he's on, uh, I think he's, he might be on CLB, too. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on both. Oh. I, and, he, and he put out a, a EP right before uh, the whole Astroworld stuff happened. But uh, I don't know. I mean. I mean, it sucks. I mean, you know, it, it sucks that, you know, the Astroworld debacle kind of overshadowed anything else he's done this year. So it's kind of hard to say where was he at before Astro World. Um, I I mean, we could say he was quiet per se. Um, like you said, you guys said he had features and the EP or whatever, but it wasn't making a lot of noise for him to get that attention over a deadly event uh, is hurtful, you know, so it's kind of like eh, Travis Scott had a bad year. So I mean, one event just kind of messed him up for at least another two years. I mean, you know, I think people still want to be talking about this event next year. And the only way, you know, only way people probably stop talking about it next year is he got to put out the best music of his life and, and make people go crazy. But he's not an artist to um, put out like elite type of music. So at least until 2023, you know, people still going to be looking at him in a bad way, I think. So, yeah. So whatever he has to do next year to clean up his image, him and his people need to figure it out because right now he can, I mean, his career is just pretty much got a big stop sign. It's like he, he can't go forward. He can't really do nothing um, because of one event. So, I don't know. I hope I hope, you know, he can recover and get over it, but it's going to take a while. Yeah, I doubt he's going to be able to get over it. Uh he's going to be in court unless he settles and I don't think his uh attorneys are telling him to settle. He's going to be in court for a long time. I I'm not I'm not ready to step out on he's canceled, but I am ready to step out and say we might not hear anything from Travis Scott for several years, which is, uh, you know, which is basically a, 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 um, um, a, a, a stick in the heart, baby. Cause it, you gotta, you gotta put out music these days in order to stay relevant. So I, I just, I, I feel for him. The younger people, uh, uh, Malcolm, your thoughts on Travis Scott's situation for 2021. Like everyone knows tragic that this occurred, but, um, yeah. Um, Kevin mentioned that, this this incident overshadows anything that he could have done positive this year. So it's really unfortunate. Um, but hopefully he's able to bounce back. Hopefully they're able to use their status to not have to deal with uh, this this uh, this situation any longer or any further. I mean, Drake is able to continue and do concert with Kanye so I'm not sure why they can't just continue to uh do their thing um and and pay their money like they always have to do so um hopefully we'll see what transpires in the future hopefully it doesn't get any worse for Travis 
Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think it could get any worse. Uh, Malcolm, it just, you know, you can't you can't tell people to break in and, and kick down the doors or or, or knock down the, uh, the, the the blockades and 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 survive. It just not. I mean, his tweets have really, really, you know, that that's problematic. Literally, he's going to get convicted or he's going to lose his uh, these the civil cases based on his own tweets. Unless he can prove to the the masses that those tweets were not sent out by by him, yeah, he, he he's done for as far as I'm concerned. He's going to have to pay out large sums of money to the uh, the, the the people who died, unfortunately. So let's move on to a more positive note and get back to uh, we're now moving to Little Dirk and Flo Millie. Let's do them together because I think both of them had a very positive year. Uh, Flo Millie put out an EP and Lil Dirk put out uh, a project and did some features. And I thought the features were weak, but the project was great. Anybody else's thoughts on Lil Dirk and Flo Millie? No. Lil Dirk um, wasn't too exciting this year for me. I feel like I'm over the Lil Dirk craze. And. So Millie, I'm happy that she's progressing and becoming more, um, more uh, popular and and more in the limelight, getting more attention, and coming out with more projects. So that's what's up. Anybody else? I mean, we talked about this before, man. I don't know why people like Little Dirk. Uh, I I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad just seconds ago it was referred to as the Little Dirk craze because I feel like that's exactly what it was. Uh, uh, more of a, a, a fad that, you know, once it's gone, it won't come back, that kind of thing. Um, y'all played a, a Flo Millie record a couple of weeks ago on The Flavor, and I told you I was just kind of, meh, shoulder shrugging on that one. So, again, I'm trying to not just drag people this entire episode especially when we got a lot of stuff to talk about but uh i surely could drag both of them if i wanted to and you know it's really unfortunate man because if this podcast ever you know blasts us into the solar system and we become super popular you know like the breakfast club or something and they go through these back episodes i don't want to have bad relationships with these artists because i'm just dragging them you know it's just my opinion you know it's just my opinion don't uh don't fight me. Look, 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 you can't end the year like that. So don't don't <laughs> don't get no New Year's resolution or whatever it is now. And- oh, I'm not gonna I'm not oh I'm not gonna stop. I'm 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 look, I don't I never want to drag somebody just for the sake of dragging them. Like if it's booty, if it's whack, I'll say that it's whack. But like I said, I don't need to unnecessarily just beat a dead horse, just you know drag something for the sake of dragging it and like i said that phil that philly that flow philly record from a couple of weeks ago man was not a fan and i don't know why people like little dirk not a fan even some of the stuff that he says like even people make jokes online like some of his raps don't make sense like he's just saying stuff and yeah that being said let's move on Let me throw my last two cents in there on that. And that uh, uh, definitely uh, I want uh, Reaper to know that actually we get traction based on our rough, rugged and rawness. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially France. France. I just got a couple of uh, hits from France. They love the fact that we we give the truth, and they like it saves them time from having to you know search through everything because they're hearing real honest opinions, not bought opinions from our podcast. So again, we're not it definitely we're not we're not Breakfast Club, but we're we're we're, we're getting in there. People are really appreciating the fact that we're going to give it to you, and each project is different. You know, there we give kudos when there is kudos due, and that is super important. And again, I, I appreciate our youngest in charge being here, giving his two cents because you know we definitely need that that um, that insight on that uh, that eighteen to twenty five range that we don't get all the time. So I appreciate him being here and I'd like to thank him again for, uh, uh, gracing us, uh, gracing the mic with his voice for, uh, these, uh, for this episode. And uh, now we're going to move into, uh, our final prediction. And then we're going to finish this off with our thoughts on 2021 as a whole, as far as what we thought was our highlights and what we thought were the lowlights. So our last person we wanted to talk about, and I think he deserves it because he has not gotten enough recognition over the years and he put in enough work this year for us to have a conversation about him. So let's jump into it. Lloyd Banks, we thought that he deserved to get some shine in 2021. That was our prediction. And guess what happened? He got shine for 2021. So I'm sitting here to tell you, thank you, thank you, thank you for our prediction coming true. Anybody got thoughts on Lloyd Bank getting his shine for 2021? Lloyd Banks was one of my picks for uh, 2021. And, you know, I did I did like his album. Um, it's, it's very good. I still listen to uh, parts of it today, even though it came out earlier this year. So... Um, he had a good early, he had a good early part of the year, but it just kind of fizzled out a little bit until, you know, I just seen something the other day where he's, um, he's joining up with, uh, Votto and Dave East and they're supposed to be doing some new trio or something. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to go yet. Uh, it remains to be seen. So I, I guess, you know, with anything new, you want to stay optimistic about, but, um, for these two, I guess, you know, somewhat younger artists and to kind of want to collaborate with the older guy is, um, it's good. You know, it's good to see because we don't, you really don't see that, you know? Yeah. I, I like this. I like, uh, Lloyd Banks 2021 and let's see, I guess he's setting up for 22 right now. So I guess we're going to see if he can carry that good thing over to the next year. Yeah, that's what's up, K. I appreciate that. Uh, youngest in charge, Malcolm, do you got any thoughts on Lloyd Banks' success in 2021? Great for him. I'm happy that he's able to uh, be successful in uh, the modern day. I'm not, you know, a big, big listener, and I don't really tune into Lloyd, Lloyd Banks like that. So that's all I can really say about him. All right. Well, before you sound off, I mean, or for sign off on this one, is there any artist that we did in our prediction that you'd like to show a little love for? Mm, happy for Lil Wayne. Um, he hasn't been, you know, and, you know, he hasn't been the, the highest place 
um, in the past few years. So hopefully he's able to continue to progress and um, ease back into music. Yeah, that's what's up. Appreciate that. Reaper, your thoughts on Lloyd Banks year 2021. You know what, man? I went to school with a guy that was the biggest Lloyd Banks fan. And uh, I spoke to him a little bit when he started releasing music again. And he was just like, man, it's like it was like 2005 again, man, 2007 again. And he was always like, like, I don't know how how. Yeah. Like J. Cole fans or Kendrick fans put him up against anybody, you know, lyric wise, song quality wise. That was him in. 05, 06, 07 with Lloyd Banks and he was listening to all the mixtapes and G-Unit Radio and so he was ecstatic when uh, Lloyd Banks come out. It's funny, uh, Kev was saying it it dropped earlier in the year. I, I completely forgot about it. Not to say that I don't like Lloyd Banks but um, it was definitely a pick that uh, I don't know if anyone could have truly predicted like Lloyd Banks is going to actually come out with something. It's going to be hot. And we're going to be talking about it at the end of the year in the 2021 wrap-up. I don't know if anyone could have honestly picked that. But um, good on him, man. And, yeah, I would say that uh, we haven't done the top ten or the top five, whatever we're going to do, uh, album reviews yet of the year. But um, I would definitely say give that Lloyd Banks a spin. For sure, I forgot about it. That's what's up. Appreciate that, Reaper. And now let's finish this off with our – Highlights and lowlights for 2021. We're going to go from the youngest to the oldest. So, uh, Malcolm, your thoughts on what was your highlights for 2021 and what were your lowlights for 2021? The things you thought were to be all and end all and the things you thought we could have dealt without. Lowlights were um, the young Dolph death. Um that, that we could have done without that. It's very unfortunate to hear that he was, um, you know, taken off this earth and so early. So that and highlight, hmm, highlight was Meg Stallion graduating. Yeah, from HBCU. All right. In a predominantly black industry. All right, man. That's what's up, man. Good looking on that. Uh, our HBCU attendee. All right. All right, Reaver, your thoughts on highlights and lowlights for 2021. You know, that that uh, Megan comment, that's a really good one, actually. Um, I don't want to steal his, but I kind of would like to steal that. I wish he didn't say that. I like to say it. <laughs> but um, lowlights, I mean, we could obviously say the Travis debacle that's that's an easy one i was sort of thinking about this throughout the conversation like what could i say is just like you know put a bowl on the entire year um you know what i'll say uh positive that kanye and and drake are 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 hanging out again um or you could even say to a further extent kanye and jay-z are hanging out again um no doubt and uh, you know you can you can go into I don't I don't know if we're gonna have time to talk about the the the, the concert air quotes that they did, um, but uh, are they actually cool? Is Drake just being cool with him on the surface to let's get this money main, or are they actually friends again? We'll I don't want to say we'll never know, but I don't know if that's super clear. But uh, it's good that you can at least have a working relationship. Y'all don't have to be best friends. Everybody don't have to be best friends, you know. But uh, 
if Jay and Kanye are cool and Kanye and uh, Drake are cool and we can potentially get some some good music from them again, no pun, uh, that'll be tight. And uh, hopefully Travis gets his uh, stuff together. I don't know if you can or should be putting out music while you're in court, but maybe. <laughs> That's what's up. All right, let's move on to our anchorman. Kev, your thoughts on the highlights and lowlights for 2021. And also, just to uh, throw in there um, uh, what uh, Reaver was talking about as far as um, yeah, the 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 um, the Drake and Ye getting back together. I'll, I'll, I'll listen to what you guys got to say about that. What's up? I, I don't know. You know, I, you know, the low lights. Uh, yeah. The Travis thing, the, um, the Dolph thing. Um, uh, big, the, was it Biz Marquis, I guess was, was kind of big to me, you know, like, like I was, when we did the tribute episode and, you know, I was just telling how, you know, I've actually sat in the studio with him to see how he worked his magic and the type of person he was. So, you know, it was he I enjoyed his music, but then I also enjoyed him personally. So um that kind of hurt just being a big fan. Music wise, I think the low light to me was that, you know, 2021, I don't think was a good music music, I guess release wise as um twenty was. Um I don't know, just the artist didn't I thought that, you know, I thought every I thought everyone would or a lot of the artists would step up, but it's just, I don't know, it's just been a disappointment music-wise. Um, highlights, yes, Megan graduating college, congratulations to her, Cardi B having another baby, um, congratulations to her and her family. Um, I think Pusha T had a baby, Kendra Lamar had a baby, you know, Jay-Z having a successful movie, um, Lloyd Banks with the comeback album, um, Kanye Drake. I mean, you know, you could you could say what you want about the beef or disagreement or whatever they had. I um they kept it with the music. So that's always a plus when you know when two artists are uh publicly competing for the top spot, but they just keep it with the music. They're not getting nobody's family involved. There's no violence, there's none of that. You know, they just kind of went back and forth with their little their interviews or their little um, subliminal disses and songs or whatever, which is great. So um, I think I think that really kind of it should it should show everyone else that um, at the end of the day, you know, it's about getting money. You know, it's not about stopping anybody from getting money. I mean, you know, everybody can get money. You can get money. You can make more money. Just you know. If you got a disagreement with somebody, put it on a record. You ain't gotta go to their neighborhood and do nothing. If you if you go to their neighborhood and do something and then things turn violent, either somebody's going to jail or somebody's dead, then boom, beef is over. You can't make no money off that no more. But if you can, I mean, you know, this is more money and keeping it on record. So um whatever, you know, whatever happens, go forth with Kanye and Drake. I think that it's actually been a good thing for just music as a whole. I don't know. I don't I don't know where things go with Drake and Kanye. I don't think it's going to go that far because I think they're two uh, two big personalities and and 
the only way it uh, uh, a a tour or album could work is you need a mediator or somebody in the middle to kind of keep both of those people in check. I mean, you can say Jay Prince might be the guy, but you know when Kanye did that video um, with Jay Prince, he kind of looked scared. I don't know if Kanye wanna hang out with Jay Prince too much, so. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. You know, I, I, I would have, I would have liked to have seen it be like a joint concert as opposed to Kanye West featuring Drake. But, you know, with Kanye's theatrics and everything, I, I do think it made, made it a better show. So. All right. That's what's up. I uh, let the old dude now jump in on this and just say that. For me, you know, I, I, my lowlights, again, are all the lowlights of everyone who's spoken before me. And it, it hurts me even more because I lost a lot of old heads. I lost a lot of old heads. We will get further into it on our next episode. I will read out all of our fallen soldiers in this thing we call hip hop. Uh, Biz, like Kev said, was very, very important to me. Um, he and I, you know, ran into each other on multiple occasions. I helped him find a friend that he hadn't talked to in 10, 15 years. Uh, you know, it, it, losing people like that meant the world. You know, it just it was hurt me bad. Uh, DMX, uh, Black Rob, just so many. And, and we're not, I'm not going to jump into it. It was just too many to name right now as far as the lowlights are concerned uh, Travis Scott and so forth and everything everyone else has said. As far as the highlights, let's get into the highlights for the old head. For me, for somebody who is the first generation of hip-hop, I'm going to show mad love right now to what Tyler, Tyler the Creator did. Again, I, I enjoyed his music up until this point, but what he went back into the lab and did on this project Call me if you get lost. He did something that I wasn't expecting. You know, he took boom bap and put it on modern tracks. Not a lot of artists can do that and do it successfully. And he did it. And if he wins album of the year, I, 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 I'm going to give him every kudos he deserves for that because it's important. He took the effort and time that a lot of these other younger artists could have done to show homage to everything that came before him. And uh, he deserves some love for that. Got to give love to Ye on the Donda project, uh, his comeback. It definitely is not something for the, 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 the top 40 or pop ear. But if you are willing to listen to something a few times, I think you'll find some enjoyment from the project. I think it had a little something for everybody. Um, also want to give some love to the Alchemist on a great year. Man, this dude put it in. That was a highlight for me. Um, you know, J. Cole, for me, stayed consistent. I thought this was one of his weaker projects, but definitely stayed consistent. Um, Got to give love for a young, another young artist that I'm really loving right now, and that's Polo G with his project Hall of Fame. Got to give love for that. Mad love to uh, the top 40 caps, which is uh, Drake and Doja Cat. Uh, they put their work in. Those are definitely highlights. 
Another highlight for me was baby Kim coming out and showing, you know, that he had uh, skills, even though he needed uh, features from his cousin to really push that album to the next level, which we already talked about. Uh, Got to give love to Nas for uh, King's Disease 2. I don't know if it's nearly as good as King's Disease 1, but for the old heads to keep putting out music, got to give love for that. Uh, I'm even going to give love to Young Thug and Rod Wave for their renditions for what they tried to put out for this year. They kept that modern move going forward. And uh, I thought Rod Wave's album was really nice. Again, it's not something that I keep continuously listen to, but it is what it is. Um, Young Thug, you know, again, him and Slime Gang, I'm learning. I'm learning a lot from them, and I'll keep trying. I will definitely. Slime Language 2 was uh, super important. I'll I'll keep trying to learn from them, you know. Uh, I want to give some shout-outs to Harry Fraud and Currency for their consistency throughout the year. Griselda for their consistency throughout 2021. I thought they were definitely highlights as well. Um, And and lastly, this sounds crazy from an old head like me, but I'm going to give some love to Pooh Shiesty. It might sound like uh, 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 I'm being paid or something, but I, I enjoyed his project. I don't know why I did. You know, I, Kevin and I both have said we like some ignorant stuff from from time to time. And Pooh project was ignorant, but quite enjoyable. And uh, with that, we're going to jump into a finishing words from our younger people on the Kanye and Drake getting back together. So uh, let's get to the youngest in charge. Malcolm, your thoughts on Kanye and Drake getting back together. Um, You know, that's surprising that 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 happened. I feel like it's not real. Um, To be honest, it's just to make some money. Um, And I really don't really care because um, they are, you know, multimillionaires and we're supporting them and, and giving and, and literally f- funding their, um, funding their, uh, their lives. So I, I don't, I don't really think too, too, uh, too much into them being, I guess, cordial now, um, after the years of, uh, entertainment that they provided. All right. That's what's up. Appreciate those words, Malcolm. And let's let Reaper finish this one off. Uh, Reaper, your thoughts on Ye and um, Drake putting it back together? Uh, yeah, I, I believe I started that uh, that uh, comment section about uh, Kanye and Drake. And uh, I don't really need to comment on it anymore. <laughs> let's move on. All right, man. Hey, let me let me just say I appreciate everybody's uh, words for this evening. Uh, this was a great conversation. I'm super excited, and I hope that everybody is excited for next week's uh, episode. Albums that we loved, our top albums, rap albums for 2021. It's going to be super exciting. Uh, we're coming at you super raw. You might get some stuff that you wasn't waiting, you wasn't prepared for that was our picks as some of the best albums out. So we're going to go back into the lab and we're going to really do some studying over the next seven days. And we're going to get back at you next week. 
and give you the best we can give you for the end of the year. Uh, we will be off for New Year's Day on uh, New Year's Eve, uh, which falls on uh, Friday, which normally is when we uh, uh, Saturday for uh, DJ Reaver Friday for us. We're going to um, be off for that week, but we're going to um, come to you heavy uh, Christmas Eve and give you uh, the best we can on our top albums for the year. Um, you can follow us on social media, uh, Instagram at Mix Era Rap Pod. That's Mix Era Rap Pod, and you can also follow us on uh, on Twitter at Mix Era Rap. Um, Reaper, tell them where they can follow you on social media. Um, at the three one three kid across at all platforms. T H E three one three K I D. That's Twitter, Instagram, Mixcloud. If you're interested in DJ mixes, we got to uh, uh, a Christmas record coming out on Monday, and uh, the twenty twenty one mega mix two hours is coming out uh maybe the end of next week maybe the week after that but it'll be out before the end of the year just uh keep it locked no doubt we're looking real forward to those things let me tell you something if you haven't heard dj reaper on the wheels of steel check him out i'm telling you it's well worth your time i use him all the time i i, I did not initially and he has helped me out over the last three or four months. And I really am loving everything that he does. And I'm looking forward to stealing this stuff throughout 2022. Uh, and with that, we like to say we really appreciate the fans. Uh, keep locked in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We out of here. Peace. Peace.